everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is February 16th. Today we continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. We're going to jump over to 2 Nephi chapter 5. Now, as 2 Nephi chapter 5 starts out, Lehi has passed away. We've experienced and read this psalm of Nephi. And now Nephi and Sam and Zoram and Joseph are there, and Laman and Lemuel are there. And It would seem that as Nephi is trying to continue to lead and to guide the church and his family, that Laman and Lemuel and the brothers of Ishmael are all taking problems with him, and it's starting to become a dangerous situation for him. In fact, listen to what it says in verse 3. It says, Yea, they did murmur against me, saying, Our younger brother thinks to rule over us, and we have had much trial because of him. Wherefore, now let us slay him, that we may not be afflicted more because of his words. For behold, we will not have him to be our ruler, for it belongs unto us who are the elder brethren to rule over this people. Now, something really important about this verse. First of all, it says they did murmur against me. Again, let's cross-reference that to 1 Nephi chapter 2. Remember, In the very beginning, Laman and Lemuel are murmuring, and it says they did murmur because they knew not the dealings of that God who had created them. And it would seem in our lives, as well as the lives of Laman and Lemuel, that when we are murmuring against the Lord or murmuring against the commandments or the things that we should do, it would behoove us, I guess, to take a step back and to just realize how connected are we to God in those moments? Are we murmuring because we know not the dealings of God. I would say almost always that is the case. And if we can connect ourselves to God again, we can better come to understand his dealings and his desires for us, which can kind of change that attitude. It would have for Laman and Lemuel. Because even their words here, let us slay him that we might not be afflicted more because of his words. They were not understanding where those words were coming from. Nephi delivered those words. Yes, they came out of his mouth, but they were not the words of Nephi. Nephi was speaking the words of his father in heaven. He was delivering the message of his father in heaven with proper stewardship to do so. And they couldn't see that and they couldn't understand that. So they began to murmur against him so much that they desired to take his life. Continuing on verse five, it says, and it came to pass that the Lord did warn me that I, Nephi, should depart from them and flee into the wilderness and all those who would go with me. Wherefore, it came to pass that I, Nephi, did take my family and also Zoram and his family and Sam, my elder brother and his family and Jacob and Joseph my younger brethren, and also my sisters, and all those who would go with me were those who believed in the warnings and revelations of God, wherefore they did hearken unto my words. And we did take our tents, and whatsoever things were possible for us, and did journey into the wilderness for the space of many days. And after we had journeyed for the space of many days, we did pitch our tents. And so the Lord warns Nephi that he needs to leave that he needs to get out of the situation and take anyone who believes like him with him. And so they go and then they make their home several days journey away from where Laman and Lemuel were. Now, as I was reading this this morning, it made me think of something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And that is, how do we live in a world with people who may believe differently from us? 
How do we continue in righteousness when everyone around us is dealing in what feels like wickedness? Is there an appropriate time to take a step back from friends or from a school or from people around us in order to preserve our own spiritual selves? Now, before I talk any more about this, I want to clarify something. I am not talking about being around people who are good people who just happen to think or believe differently from us. I am talking about being around people who are seriously damaging to our spirits. And I think a lot of times that's not the case. We can believe very staunchly differently from someone else and still be edified by being around that person. Some of the most edifying conversations I've had have been with people of very different religions than me. We can have very enriching friendships with people who don't think or believe the same way we do. But when that starts to get dangerous is when they are starting to try to destroy the faith that we have. And I think that it's really important to recognize the difference between those because the church has never once taught that we shouldn't be friends with people who aren't members of the church or who believe differently than us. But we should take care of our faith. And so if people who believe differently than us are on a mission to destroy our faith or our values or our beliefs, then that's where we need to start evaluating things. And that's clearly where it had gotten for Nephi. Not only were they seeking to destroy his faith, they were seeking to destroy his life. They wanted to kill him. And so it got to the point that for them, for their lives and for their spiritual sakes, they had to separate themselves. And for us, sometimes it might come down to the same thing. I think that most friendships can be really edifying. Most places that we find ourselves in, workplaces, schools, they can usually be very edifying. But if those workplaces, if those schools, if those friendships are trying to destroy what we have, then maybe it's time to reevaluate. And I do believe with all my heart that for us, it can be like it was for Nephi in verse five, when it says, and it came to pass that the Lord did warn me that I, Nephi, should depart from them. I believe that when it comes down to protecting our faith and protecting our values, that the Lord can and will warn us of those things, that we should know when it's time to make a separation. But I don't believe that he will want us to separate from good people just because they think differently or maybe even live a different lifestyle than we do. One of the best talks in recent memory about this is Elder Oak's talk called Loving Others and Living with Differences. In that, he tries to teach us about how important it is to hold on to our values and our beliefs while avoiding contention around our values and beliefs and how we should just love other people. He says, as followers of Christ, we should live peacefully with others who do not share our values or accept the teachings upon which they are based. All of us should banish hateful communications and practice civility for differences of opinion. As difficult as it is to live in the turmoil surrounding us, our Savior's command to love one another as he loves us is probably our greatest challenge. I pray that we may understand this and seek to live it in all our relationships and activities. And Elder Scott once taught, God has provided a way to live in this world and not be contaminated by the degrading pressures evil agents spread throughout it. Avoid worldly wickedness. Know that God is in control. God has a specific plan for your life. He will reveal parts of that plan to you as you look for it with faith and consistent obedience. 
God's eternal purpose for you is to be successful in this mortal life. No matter how wicked this world becomes, you can earn that blessing. Seek and be attentive to the personal guidance given to you through the Holy Spirit. Continue to be worthy to receive it. My friends, our Father in heaven will warn us and he will help us know how to love and live peaceably with those who believe different from us. And he will know how to warn us when it's time to separate from certain people. One last scripture that I love here at the beginning of 2 Nephi chapter 5 Verse 10 says, And we did observe to keep the judgments and the statutes and the commandments of the Lord in all things according to the law of Moses. I love the integrity that we see in that statement, that they didn't just observe to keep the judgments and statutes and commandments that they wanted to keep or that made sense to them or that they felt applied to them, but in all things they were obedient to the law. It shows a great amount of integrity on their part. Lehi is gone. The person who has taught them all these commandments is gone. And they could have been like, well, now it's time to adjust the law to how we want to live. But instead, they lived according to the law with beautiful integrity. And my friends, it's up to us to have the same sort of integrity to live God's commandments as he gave them to us, not as is convenient for us. Elder Callister once said, integrity is the courage to do right, regardless of the consequences and the inconvenience. My friends, it's my testimony that as we live according to the commandments, as we have integrity in those commandments, we will live worthy for guidance from the Holy Ghost who can help us navigate the difficulties and the temptations of this world. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.